I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, everybody, welcome to another Drink of Ages radio show. I'm John Denman, DJ Muskratch, producer, hanging out here at Drink of Ages Pub. Hi, right, man, bringing the snacks. I, I will probably chew on some cashews tonight because uh, we had a little bike ride come through. Eighth Wonder rolled through here just a little while ago and cleaned us out of the hot dogs. And uh, yeah, I was actually looking forward to one of those little Drink of Ages hot dogs tonight. Yummy. Yeah, man, it's uh, it was good, but they rolled through. We all shotgunned a bunch of beer, and so it was, it was a good, solid bike ride you know, that these guys are on. Uh, hope everybody's having a great night tonight, and, man, the show is sponsored by Sellers Brewery, their double coffee porter. I don't know if you guys have seen this yet, but uh, if you haven't, you need to go out there and try some because uh, they teamed up with Austin Java to introduce the world's first double coffee porter. And this rich beer features dark caramel malt and a distinctly Belgian double yeast. Infused with cold-pressed Guatemalan and Peruvian coffees, 7%. Very nice. Uh, you can find it in draft, find it in package in the stores. So get some Celis Double Coffee Porter. And, man, send me a message, man. Tell me what you think of it. Tonight, tonight we are sitting across from you at the table at Drink of Ages Pub. Megaton Brewery is Hello. back, back on the show. But this time, you know, it's as cool as can be because before we had to go to the brewery to do the show because they weren't open. They're still not open, but they were they were getting closer. It's like, all right, we need some updates. Yes. And Absolutely. now we're at Drink of Ages Pub with some Megaton beer on tap. So oh, yes. We have Chris Arvati and Jared Montgomery hanging hey, out Hey, hey, hey. How's it going, guys? And so, first of all, Congratulations. Thank Absolutely, you. Uh, making beer. Yeah, long making. time coming. It is in a bar <laughs> in closer. Houston, closer and closer. I mean, it is. Uh, I mean, sitting here drinking a pint of some Megaton beer, drinking yes. ages, man. I'm excited. Mass appeal. That is our uh, Belgian pale for everyone. That's pretty much our, our name sessionable. Makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Very easy drinking. Return for another. Uh, it won't hurt you too much. Uh, just a little bit at a time, right? All in moderation. That is a really good beer. <laughs> and we have another beer on tap that we'll talk about yeah, later on once we get through a few pints of these. <laughs> and you know, talk about some other stuff going on. But you are right, let's see, when when were we over there, Muskratch? When were we at the brewery? Was that Golly. had to be eight months ago? Yeah, at I'd least. say March, April is what yeah. I was thinking. Seven Eight months, I think so. Yeah, yeah. it seems like forever. Uh, it's like another time, and, and, a, I mean, and a lot has happened. Oh in my those, yeah, um, in, in that amount of time, business. it's been crazy. Right, and, and the funny part was that even then, it's like, oh man, we're so close. But then there was still like eight million things that had to happen in order for you guys to actually be able to be in this position yeah, right close now. Close is relative. Yes, no doubt. From because. Uh, you know, we talked a, a lot on the last show, and we can kind of fill in some of the blanks this time for people that missed that show. But I mean, there was—you guys ran to a lot of problems 
just getting this brewery going. I mean, yeah, it's really, I don't know if, you, if it's really something you know, like city and different things and inspectors. Well, and, you know, every brewery has their version of this, I think. I've spoken with enough folks from a n- number of breweries around Texas, and they all have their own version. And um, ours is around, uh, you know, fire code and uh, fire sprinkler systems in the water and all of this. And so there's quite a bit of construction that had to happen in between your last visit and today. You know, it's uh, destruction and concrete and plumbing under the ground and all these things and uh, fire marshal inspections, et cetera. And we are, we are now reaching the, uh, the end of that. The light at the end of the tunnel is here. Uh, 2019, we're gonna we're gonna open. Uh, we don't have that hard date. Please don't ask us again <laughs> for the hard date. We don't have the number, but it's it's coming very soon, and and uh, we are compliant with all uh, regulations and code therein. Yeah, what do you think about that? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's totally true. It's long time coming, but we see the light in the tunnel for sure. Yeah, so we're brewing our faces off, and uh, we've got a lot of stuff in the pipeline and test and in production and so we're just preparing for uh the series of soft openings towards a grand opening and uh everybody runs out of beer so we're expecting that too we're going to run out of beer uh we don't want to run out of beer we're trying very hard not to run out of beer so we're just going to brew as much as we can up until the time we were able to be open to the public and that's uh coming in january really 2019 is it for us, and uh, uh, nothing can stop us now, guys. Oh, We're doing just, this. You just changed the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, let's knock on someone real quick. No, yeah, there are a lot of things you know. that could stop us, but um, <laughs> we're following all the rules uh, and regulations, as I mentioned before. So, yeah, and you know, you can check out our Facebook just to let people know. Like, we will let y'all know as soon as we know when we're opening. We will. Yep. Well. Uh, <clears throat> It's got to be, or it has been, a, um, no, I wouldn't say a long road or anything, but whenever you, you commit yourself to start a business and then you guys have to put so much into it and then it gets drawn out over and over and over again. I mean, That's to, right. To keep that passion. To, it's like, nope, at some point we're going to be brewing beer. We're going to be getting beer out to places. People are going to be coming to our place and drinking beer. I mean, it's, yes. it's got to... Yeah, every once in a while, I have to dig deep to probably pull that out. We call it dogged tenacity. That's our, you know, in-house phrase. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, we use that term really for a, an important reason. And that's because when you are uh, dealt blows, like our experience, the barriers that have been put in front of us, um, we've got a very special team that came together and really believed in one another, an abiding faith in one another in order to... Um, navigate through all of these uh, things Um, we had no idea Uh, we knew that there would be some things coming our way but uh, the bears were far greater than we could have ever realized and uh, we're we're on the other side of the the crest of that mountain now and it's because of the people that uh, believe in us uh, that we are here today it's not a joke and so uh, it's a very serious stuff and so when we say dogged tenacity, we put it right on our Facebook page. Um, that's what it has been required in order to be where we are today, uh, um, knowing that there are a lot of folks out there who may have tried to open breweries and 
Uh, they never got as far as we are. Yeah. You know? it, it makes us want to brew more, honestly. It's like we want to brew awesome beer for people just because of all the stuff we've gone through. Yeah. And, you know, like our, we've talked about this over and over, is we smile with blood in our teeth wearing our cornflower blue shirt. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's, you it. know? It's, it is. It's intense. I mean, mm-hmm. you got to... Uh, after a while, it um, it is it, it 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 is a battle of sorts to work through all of this and get to a point where you can actually do what you want to do. So there are so many things that are in your way that are really, in a lot of ways, not brewery related. And so, um, you know, after um, a year or so of kind of dealing with this uh, process, you you look back and you think, well, wait a minute, weren't we supposed to be brewing beer? What is it that we're doing here? Yeah, what is what are we in business for? That's right. Exactly. Yeah, and so keeping focus on that and um, eye in the prize, whatever the term is, right? Uh, light at the end of the tunnel, uh, kind of a directed consciousness towards what we're supposed to be doing. Uh, that takes work, uh, you know. So the beatings will continue until morale improves. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you know, like we were, we were even told early on, you know, from our friends at Sigma, it's like you are going to have to find time to brew. And that's so yeah, that's true, true yeah. that yeah. we've seen this. Like, we're not even open yet, and we still are trying to find yeah. time to brew. The schedule is uh, is all important, and uh, they uh, told us that. And we had some great um, uh, support from them. Um, we've had some really great interactions, like with Eighth Wonder, Eighth Wonder here. Uh, that was really yeah, Ryan su- Soroka, you guys are yeah. out there He's very supportive yeah, in definitely. conversations that we had earlier. It's really great, and... And uh, we just recently had our uh, uh, Brewers Guild meeting at Backview. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's this wonderful mix of weirdos and carny types in the brewing industry that, you know, lovable weirdos. Yeah. And uh, they all each have their own story about some of their challenges and and where they are today. And, and, uh, you know, misery loves company. (laughs) So going through some of these trials and tribulations... And uh, hearing others who have experienced that is very cathartic, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I've spoken with pretty much every brewer in Houston and from the beginning uh, and what they went through to get open. And the stories are, are very similar, like you were saying. Yeah, there, there's just so many hurdles, so many different things to go through. And mm-hmm. you think you're about ready to open. And then every once in a while, there'll be one that's like, nope, we did our plan. We opened up and here we are. It's like, how did in the world, what? Where? Because <laughs> yes. how did this happen? The standards uh, will not be equally applied, and no. you get to get over that real quickly. Uh, so, so everyone's story is very different. Sometimes you'll think, well, you know, they had no problems. You know, we have great problems with that, or uh, we had no problems in certain areas, and other people had great problems. So it's a mix. Um, we went to uh, Austin and did some tours, uh, breweries up there. And so we get a chance to speak to some of you know our counterparts, and uh, some of theirs are totally different because of kind of where they're at or whatever. But then some are quite common. Uh, where does the fire truck turn around? You know, there are logistical things that you have to think about. Where uh, maybe that's not about beer at all, mm-hmm. but uh, they certainly experienced uh, in Austin a, a brewery that will go unnamed. Uh, very significant barriers to opening because of uh, the lack of the place for that truck to turn around. Interesting. Yeah. So it's a, a lot of different things that apply. That you would never even think about in a million years that, okay, I'm going to open up a brewery. Here's a great location. Here's a warehouse. We have parking. We have a field. That's right. 
let's open this brewery here, and the city is like, ah, no. It's like, wait, hold that. on. Whoops. Time out. Pump the brakes real quick, Where is the helicopter supposed to <laughs> exactly. land? Exactly. You know I mean? where, where is that supposed to land? Where do we plug in and, our Prius? Come uh, on, guys. The school buses, the school bus stop, <laughs> and it just never... Never w- wait, wait a minute. Aren't we supposed wait, to check no, ID? We're just, we're just yeah. a brewery. We just want to make beer. <laughs> beer makes people happy. Come on. It does. Makes kids happy. Oh, wait a minute. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. And because, uh, yeah, we're all running out of beer. Take a break. And uh, we get back. We'll talk more of Megaton Brewery. Drink of Ages. distillery or you've been around for years the badass folks at cast branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel cast branding does it all from imprinted glassware coasters koozies tin tackers and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts t-shirts and caps their apparel decorating options are top-notch offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel artwork services and samples are always free why go out of town or use multiple supplies for your branded merchandise keep it local like we do let the badasses at cast branding the official merchandise sponsor of drink of ages kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out castbranding.com And we're sitting over at Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive. Uh, man, lots of pretty amazing beers on tap here. And what's pretty badass is that we have a couple of Megaton beers on tap. So we have Jared and Chris hanging out from Megaton. Oh, yeah. yeah and it's it's actually, um, we're pretty honored to be here because it's the first time we've seen it up on a tap board. So that's it. I'm it's kind of beautiful tap boards too. I, I'm yeah. geeking out right now. And it's yours, John. It's your yeah. seeing your t- our yes. beers on your board. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> it, it well the thing that is that um, Jared and I we actually go back quite a bit. Many years. Many years. And so yeah, this is one of those things that you know first time I met him he's like I'm I'm gonna open up a brewery. I'm like, man, badass. <laughs> open up a brewery. Who are you? Yeah. yeah me, but me, it was great. You me know too. Get yeah, in line. I'm gonna open one up. I'm gonna open one also, and so yeah. So it was one of those until I started meeting people and realized how hard work it is to open a brewery. I'm like, ah, I don't think I want to work that hard. <laughs> Jared and Chris, you guys, yeah, go ahead. We'll just we, talk about it. We definitely know all about that working hard to open a brewery. Yeah, I'll, I'll just live through you guys and drink your beers, and yeah, everybody's happy. Yeah, but blood, sweat, and tears. That's right. Required. That's right. A yeah. lot of blood. Not actually. always in that order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a thing. I mean, sometimes you just got to cry. Yes. <laughs> he was like, what? Another inspection. I, I'm a grown man. There is crying. 
Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I mean, so you know, we go way back, and and we used to sit at the homebrew shop and talk about you know opening up a brewery yeah. and everything that's required and all this other stuff and Add a number. get going. And yeah, back in, now it's Hopstop, yeah. which I'm not gonna lie, man, I do like Hopstop. It's a good spot. Oh yes, yes, we Rick do is love Rick Tyler. If um, if that place could have become anything, that deck that we built out there to have anybody standing on it, now a taco place mm-hmm. would have been good. Sure. Yeah, that yeah. would have been nice. But a, a really good beer store with some great people. There's nothing wrong with that either. Oh no, no, no. So just by the way, we will be having a hipster doofus. Yes. That is a, a beer we're going to brew to homage of a Rick Tyler of Hopstop. That's that's coming in the future. In, yeah. What is his character, Dangle? Lieutenant we're just gonna, Dangle? Yes, Lieutenant Dangle. We're going to, yes. Oh, man. There's <laughs> been so many perverted pictures taken with it. <laughs> I'm not saying I did it, but. Uh. It's going to be great. Uh, we're going to kind of memorialize his uh, uh, awkward uh, beer dorkiness in a, yes. In, yes. in a beer. That's coming soon. And when we do launch, we're going to ask him to please show up in the in the outfit. You know, <laughs> we want all want to take pictures with him, it's not be just the fat. February head of him. at 18 degrees outside, <laughs> and he needs to come wearing those short shorts and mustache. Yeah. That's uh, the important R- thing. Rick and I went to college together at the Conrad Hilton College, way back in the day. Excellent. And I did so not was, know that. Yeah, and so we kind of uh, caught up uh, as a result of him trying to find this location where uh, the homebrew shop used to be. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where I think all of our paths, uh, you know, overlap here is around this space where Hopstop is and the homebrew shop and Humble and all the homebrewing mm-hmm. we used to do and the, and the bottle shares upon bottle shares upon bottle shares. Upon yes. bottle shares. <laughs> yes. and, and, you know, like him and I, like Jared and I went out with the Harvey situation and Rick joined together the Hopstop Warriors. Yeah. So, like, we all came together and it's pretty neat little group that cleaned, came out of that. Cleaned so. a lot of houses, a lot of muck. It's such a strange, and that's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. It was really, yeah, it was really yeah, a lot of fun. there and do that, you know. especially in that area, because uh, Kingwood Cove just got inundated. Well, actually, Kingwood. I mean, yeah. it just, yeah, yeah so yeah. much of it was yeah. just underwater. Kingwood Drive was just like, you know, wow. When you uh, look at North Park, you're like, oh, nothing yeah. happened. I mean, you know, I, so. I'm, I'm from Kingwood. I grew up there, went to Kingwood High School, you know, so... Um, you know, from my perspective, I'm getting to open a brewery in my hometown, mm. so it's a very special thing to me. And uh, during our opening, uh, you know, part of what delayed it was indeed Harvey. Yeah. And so, although we we did not flood uh, the brewery itself, you know, our our whole world stopped. Everything around yeah. us is destroyed practically. Yeah. So we spent a month just trying to recover, like everyone else. You and know, because we were lucky, we spent um, you know every hour we could trying to help other people with their uh, craziness. Yeah, we, we at the brewery just went over to the Nathaniel Center and, yeah. and just volunteered just trying to help distribute things That's to right. get people back on their yeah. feet. You know, To use our cold room as an example to store mm-hmm. goods and yeah. and also dry goods and clothing and all this. And mm-hmm. so that was a good collection point for helping out some of the local church yeah. community and all this to, to get product out to people who, you know, they just lost everything. They're starting from zero. And so, you know, um, you know, women and children first, right? So, you know, kind of clothing and stuff for babies and all this, and then, of course, we got a place for water, and yeah, and so it all, it all kind of came together. But we got to work with Rick and mm-hmm. some other folks to help people out, and 
um, people that are in not so great houses and, and uh, beautiful homes too mm-hmm. all, all throughout Kingwood. There was so much. <clears throat> it was actually, you know, it's one of those things when you look back on it now, and uh, and I know people are still suffering from it, but there was still a lot of people, you know, ended up doing better almost, and it has to do with like guys like you and all these people that went out there and just really went and the community comes together. The community come, come, comes together. Yeah. It was it was absolutely amazing. That yeah. was the aspect that was amazing, seeing the community come together. We got a chance to help out uh, uh, Rafa's restaurant as well. Mm-hmm. And so we have some equipment, like a manual forklift and stuff, and so we brought that on side to remove all their heavy equipment because uh, the bottom of the San Jacinto River was inside their restaurant, mm-hmm. in essence. They're right on the water. Yeah. And so we got a chance to help them kind of remove everything and start from scratch. And so the whole uh, the whole neighborhood, all, all the whole community got a reset button. Mm-hmm. And so there is some uh, positive aspect of that. You know, people rebuild. They come together. They show, you know, the metal and what they're worth. And we certainly got... Uh, a, a real world example of that on a daily basis. All these people coming in, I mean, Cajun Navy, and all these volunteers. It was just a glut of uh, humanity coming together to help a lot of folks that were not not prepared at all. No one was uh, prepared for that level of water. No, no. no. I mean, Kingwood was just. I mean, just to you know, you see the overhead mm-hmm. views where everyone's doing the drone. I mean, I mean that's a cool picture. But to be on a boat in the street is completely different. Yeah. yeah. And, and speaking experience. today, it's like Rafa's just opened like a month ago. Yeah, they did. So yeah. it's like, you know, it's been a year, year yeah. and a few months. Yeah, go so visit them. Their food is great. They're, they are great. They're yeah. Oh, awesome. they'll have us on tap soon. They will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's for darn sure, <laughs> you know. And then, like, six months goes by, and everybody hates each other again. <laughs> let's <laughs> no, argue no, about no. politics and something else. Yeah. So, something to argue something about, just right? Find, yeah. Let's find something to argue yeah. about. Yeah, once the HEB went back uh-huh. up, it was, like, back to normal. It's like, back okay, to normal. Yeah. hold on. Yeah, that's not allowed at the brewery. Uh, uh, we uh, are the brewery of good vibes. So when you come for a visit, please uh, bring your good vibes. There, there you go. Yes, please. Yeah. Well, your spot... <clears throat> Your spot up there in Kingwood is actually, I mean, it's very welcoming, first of all. Uh, Muskrat and I, when we were out there, you walk in, and you have a pretty kick-ass little tap room going hey, on. thank you. Yeah, we that's, love it. Yeah, it's uh, coming together. We want, when you walk into our tap room, we want you to say, you know, your internal voice there, what is this doing in a warehouse? Exactly. This doesn't belong in Kingwood. This does not belong in a warehouse. What is this doing here? So we've got a fabulous bar when you come and visit. Uh, um, our, our flooring and a lot of the treatments throughout the facility is great, but our bar is this uh, a wonderful custom epoxy metallic paint pouring art experiment. And so it's over concrete, and uh, when you come and look at it, the only way I could describe it is that it's uh, Jupiter from orbit. That's the way there it looks. Goes. Yeah. Right? Definitely Jupiter, yeah. Yeah, so it's really fantastic. and. And uh, we love it, and and uh, it's a it's a fingerprint. It's completely unique. You could never replicate it, and and that's why we love it. Um, and, and it just doesn't fit in a warehouse. You think it should be something pine or mm-hmm. I don't know. But uh, it's a it's beautiful, and we've got kind of a steampunk theme going on, and so pipe work, and uh, we've got uh, a massive gear that's on the wall that. Uh, 
cannot be described by words. You have to come and see it, yeah. and we, or what it does. Yeah, we we need we yeah. need to thank Center Stage for building it. You oh know, yeah, there. absolutely. Center Stage Kingwood, they've been awesome. They, and they build stage props, and yeah. they're they're incredible. And, and yeah. you know, they do two shows a year at Nathaniel, and they they've been a great help to all of us uh, at the brewery, um, just right next door. Right next door. Yeah, right next door. Yeah, you know, and events coming soon. You know, to be. Uh, that's right. Yeah, a little bit of live music, uh, and then going over to the brewery. That's going to be a special surprise. We we don't want to talk everything. You know, tell everyone right. about that yet. But that's going to be a, well, a special. I mean, that's kind of been brewery. your whole mo through this whole thing. You know, is a hey, we're not going to announce a whole lot. Hey, we're mega ton. Yeah. Well, you know what? And then all of a sudden, it's like. Hey, look, man. Here's our here's some tap handles. When we, oh, yeah. yeah. Here's some of this. Here's when, a little, just a little sprinkle. When we got the delay, uh, you know, the the fire marshal word, if you will, right? Uh, what really we're going to have to comply with. Uh, we decided early on that we weren't going to say, "Hey, we're we're opening tomorrow," because we aren't. <laughs> right. And so uh, that was a, a decision to uh, to not constantly have this uh, recurring opening date. Uh, in mm-hmm. perpetuity, forever and ever, and so now we're actually at a time frame where that's going to happen. We hope that all things uh, mm-hmm. working in our direction, and so it's uh, reasonable now for us to say, "Hey, Facebook," and we're going to start communicating with the public about uh, when and what things are going to occur, and and so we look forward to a little bit of live music, and we've got a great outdoor space, and we've got. Uh, great relationships with uh, Firecraft Barbecue. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, the people who run um, all of the um, uh, food services for the Humble Livestock Show and Rodeo are, uh, are good friends of ours. Yeah. And so when you come to the brewery, uh, it won't be just about Q. It's going to be all kinds of food constantly changing. And so when you come back again, it's going to be completely something mm-hmm. new and fresh. And so you're always going to be able to have that kind of culinary and beer experience our beers go into their marinade and sauces. They have us on tap, and they come and uh, cater at the brewery. And so it's it's all about the people, man. Yeah. And then that's what it's about. Super special relationship. You know, we've been grooming that for quite some time. You yeah. know, and he and he, you know, going back full circle. He used to work at Rafa's, Amadeo's. You that's know, right. French trained chef. Now he's going on his own using our beer and his marinade. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, we love it. Oh, man. I already talked about how I didn't get a hot dog. <laughs> now. Yeah, now we're making you hungry. Sorry, John. Uh, you know? uh, yeah, at least I'm drinking the stout right now, so it's a little bit more feeling. There you go. There you go. Uh, let's take a break and so I can find some snacks around the pub. And we get back. We'll talk more with Megaton Brewery. Drink of Ages. Sean from Platypus, and man, I want to say congratulations on your anniversary. And man, I had some of that Space City Coconut Porter, 5.6%, delicious. I know you can find that around town. And another one, man, was a Granddaddy Perp. Sean, tell us about that beer. Yeah, it's a Blackberry IPA, 7.3%, uh, quite unique for Houston and proven to be extremely popular with our guests. A great tasting IPA. Well, something else popular as you guys do is the Surf and Turf Wednesday nights. 
Yes, I mean, Aussie in Texas, so what else would we do for a steak night but put a couple of prawns on it? So a 12-ounce uh, rib filet with uh, a couple of prawns and, and a pint of your choice, all for $20. And then what's the happy hour special you guys have? Yeah, every Thursday and Friday evening from 4 till 7 p.m. There'll be happy hour, some brew tours for those who are interested, and uh, come down and uh, enjoy. All right, stop by Platypus right here just off of Washington, real close to downtown. Come grab some pints and, man, grab a steak, some prawns. All right, this is Drink of Ages Radio Show. Hope everybody's having a pretty great night tonight. I know, I mean, we're over at Drink of Ages Pub. Uh, Eighth Wonder bike ride rolled through a little while ago, and we had a good, uh, what was that, 25 people shotgunning some beers. It's always a good time when you can shotgun a beer. <laughs> so a little Weissheimer, a little Weissheimer with Eighth Wonder crew uh, was good. So it only led, led to, you know, the show tonight, which has only been improving as we're hanging out with Megaton Brewery. New brewery up in Kingwood, almost open. I mean, it's so, so close. So, Thanks for the coal, Shaith Wonder. Yeah, man. It's a... Uh, Delicious. It's Eighth Wonder, man. They, they, do, they do a big part in the whole use some beer scene for sure. And Chris and Jared is hanging out. Hey, hey. Uh... But no, man, no, no, you guys are part of the beer scene. That's that's the cool thing about it. I mean, you, you have your beers on tap at a Houston bar. So that's that's a phenomenal step yes. in the right direction. One fantastic step for beer kind. <laughs> and as long as John Denman approves, we're good. Oh, wait, we have the thumbs up, the official bearded thumb. Oh, man. I don't even, you can't see my thumb. It's behind my beard. <laughs> but it's in there. It's in there. Along with like a chicken wing, some other stuff. You know, you hide in your beard. Yeah, you know, yeah. stuff yeah. like that. You it, know, we, enjoying we have, that coffee stout. Enjoying yeah. a really good coffee stout, by the way. Yeah. So this this coffee stout, let's, let's talk about this beer for a little bit. Sure. This is Mirror. Mirror. Yeah, Mirror. Uh, um, it's our uh, RIS, Russian Imperial Stout. Uh Mir is the space station, for those who may not be aware, right? The Russian space station before the International Space Station. And uh, we have uh, a lot of coffee. But before I begin talking about the beer, we have a great friend in Javalope Coffee Roasters just right down the road from us. And so we've uh, participated with all kinds of beanery going on with them. And uh, this, uh, we're, we're tweaking the bean, as we say. I don't, is that okay to say on the radio that we're tweaking I, the bean? Honestly, when you're like... That you sounds know, mildly inappropriate. When you threw beanery out there, I was going, man, that's a good way to Whoa. explain it. Whoa. What did he say? Uh-oh. But, uh, tweaking the bean. This is a, a, a Peruvian and uh, African bean blend. And uh, we have uh, a number of versions. We're trying to, you know, same recipe, identical beer. But we're trying to uh, hone the bean. And uh, this is... Uh, I, I would say one of really the best versions so far. It's uh, very intense and a, enough caffeine to raise eyebrows. Good morning. The the version that we tasted at Muskratch when we went by the brewery. Uh, oh, yes, that was quite some time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was a few months back. 
and but I remember it was I mean it was really good but it was it was espresso I mean it espresso. was it was right. a lot uh, it was like all right this Very is what tannic. I need let's get this show going yeah, yeah. And it was absolutely. it was Javalope's Red Rocket Espresso so and and this yes, one's a little different right. this one is is blend of called Wasted so um, you know it's it's different but it's yeah. awesome at the same that time is. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a little I mean, less I know it's hard. Intense. You know, all the all the side stuff of getting a brewery started and the business side and sure. the permits and everything else. But while all that's going on, you're going, hey, let's test some brews. Bring some coffee. Absolutely. Let's make some beer and let's see what we wanna what we actually ultimately want to end up making. You know, that's a great point. If I could, uh one of the things that our brewery is all about is that we have uh ever changing beer and test. And so uh that beer is gonna be served uh, only in house, you'll only find it uh, at the brewery, and so it's our uh, experimenting on the people, and we love that. I mean, we operate a beer kitchen at heart. There's no doubt about that, and so there will always be something new. Uh, we have a Berliner Weiss with um, lemon zest and Pinot Grigio. You know, we have another one with grapefruit and kosher sea salt. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a version of this. Uh, of this coffee stout with chicory. Uh, so we're always taking uh, the things that we're producing and putting a twist on that and offering uh, uh, that in-house. So when you when you uh, come and visit again for the hopefully the 37th time, uh, there's going to be something new for you even then. And so we're trying to change it up as, as best we can while at the same time offering those uh, recurring, you know, produced beers that are consti- uh, consistent and the mm-hmm. ones that you expect uh, to have again. Yeah, Beer kitchen is such a good word. It's such a good term, way yeah. of term of saying Can like, we say what that we are exactly. Beer kitchen. You know, it's there's always something different that's going to be on tap at our brewery. All the time. All the time. And it's, and it's not only from Jared and I. We have, you know, an employee named Colin. He, he yes. brings a lot to the table, you know. And, uh, he's a sourhead. He is a sourhead. Yeah. He, he, he wants us to do Berliners and Gozas yes. and everything. Yeah. But uh, you know, he he kind of brings us out and it's yeah. like, hey, let's try this, let's try that. Yeah. And Lactobacillus plantarum. That's right. Thank you, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> Careful with that. <laughs> but yeah, <clears throat> sours. Everybody needs one of those in their in, in their repertoire. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you need need to be able to come up with some different creative creative juices we for will. everybody. Yeah. yeah. And maybe not all the time, you know. Maybe down the road we won't have that, but we'll come back to it and find it again. And I, th- you know, that uh, that refresh rate mm-hmm. is really important. Uh, I, I don't know about I- everyone listening today, but I'm one of those guys. I go to the pub and I'm going to order something different every time. I'm going to hop around mm-hmm. all all of that on purpose, trying to pallet whack myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there, there's a lot that we haven't unlocked in Jared's brain yet. <laughs> Oh, Honestly, man. it's like hey. there's a lot up there. I'm like, can you just write it down for me, please? Chris. And he's like, he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got something. Hold on. He'll run upstairs and just type it out and ready. And he's like, here you go, brew it. <laughs> yes, sir. We got it from the wayback machine That's of right. 1997. Yes. Don't let him draw it though. That's the key. Yeah, you know, no, his drawing skills aren't that great, yeah. but his brewing and, skills are quite amazing. And it might be one of those like, hey man, we can't. We we. No, man, this shouldn't happen yes. in the brewery. Yeah. No, Did no, you draw that with your feet? are not good, but <laughs> your brewery skills are quite amazing. <laughs> Did you draw that with your feet? <laughs> yeah, it's like my left foot, you know. 
All right, that's the next beer. <laughs> yeah, my left foot. Yeah. Daniel Day Lewis, great movie. Yeah. Mm. That's hilarious. Yeah. No, uh, Jared definitely. Well, both of you guys have brewing skills. Going through it. Oh uh, yes, and yeah, brewing background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of home brews. Uh, yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. I mean, we I mean, spent quite some time doing that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, Jared taught me. Like he he groomed me from day one. It's like, hey, you're not gonna do these partial mashes. You're gonna do full grain. Let's go. You know, yeah. you're jumping right in. Yeah. He jumped from zero yeah. to let's get ready for production. Absolutely. Well, I was like, where are you brewing? In He's, my kitchen? Okay. Where are you brewing? In my garage? You know what? We need to talk. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's we, need, right. we like, need to upgrade some things. You know, yeah. it's like, you like beer? Yeah, I like beer. It's like, let's brew some beer. Okay. Let's yeah. go for it. And so. we did. We made some really great beers. We had this great place mm-hmm. that was uh, afforded to us by uh, our supporters. Uh, God bless them. And uh, we had this chance to use this facility to kind of hone some of the things that we're doing today. And that was a great learning experiment for Chris. Uh, he's like, you know, a sponge and soaked that all up with such great enthusiasm. And then we got a chance to, to brew some things in a targeted way, you know, not homebrew. It's like, this is for production, what we're gonna bring to market. And yeah. we've got a chance to um, uh, build those recipes and then um, when we started the brewery in earnest, we've now expanded on that foundation. And that's kind of where we are in terms of uh, kind of what we're brewing. And so we have those, uh, we have the like the 2019 lineup, right? What's gonna be in production. Mm-hmm. But then behind that, we've got this great uh, diversity of different brews that's gonna happen in our test environment. And so some of that will hit the tap in house and, and will be gone forever. But then some of those things that really we get great feedback from the public about, then we're going to grow into production. And that's that's kind of where we're at right now. It's an exciting place to be. And we're just damn happy to be here finally. Oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. hot and, and damn. And it's been it's been great, too, because, you know, when we started, you know, I'm trying to play checkers a little bit. Jared's like, no, no, we're playing chess, buddy. You know, this is how we're going to plot yeah. our way around, you know, the board sure. to try to figure out how we're going to start this brewery. Yeah. So it's been an awesome learning experience, you know. Uh, I feel honored to be able to brew with Jared all the time. Cheers, buddy. You know, Cheers. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, he's been a great mentor, you know, uh, you know, going from the homebrew shop, you know, I had a private tutor, you know, really. It's what it is. So, you know. We've all had a private tutor in Jared. <laughs> so, <laughs> when, um. When Jared, when we opened up the homebrew shop, we barely done any all grain batches. Jared comes rolling in with his big three tier system, beautiful, all this. Like, yeah. hey guys, make some beer. It's like, wait a minute, are we making what? What are we making? <laughs> making beer? All right, let's go. A get. lot of beers. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, that was the era of bombers. It's like, how many twenty two and a half ounce bottles mm. can we produce? You know, for these bottle shares. And you know what? Those were epic, by the way. If we could go back on a time machine, this massive oh, cooler with how many bottles? I mean, it's hundreds of bottles. It was. It was really great. It was a different time back then. I'm yeah. super jealous. Backyard I was not brewers. there. There's yes. a, of what I can remember, they were fabulous. Uh, I yeah. <laughs> it, it's, yep. Yeah, but it I, was you know, good really, times. we we need to uh, bring that back a little bit. It's interesting you say it that way, because. Uh, one of the things that the brewery is going to do, John, is 
uh, support the homebrew community. Absolutely. That's, that's where we come from. Uh, those are our people. Uh, and, uh, you know, call them carnies or non or whatever. Um, you know, we love them. They love us. And so we have uh, an outdoor space, a 5,000-square-foot outdoor space that's covered. And so we're going to uh, use that on a recurring basis for folks to come and homebrew and all of this and provide some kind of instruction and uh, Q&A and all this for folks who can come visit the brewery and they get to observe someone who's homebrewing right there and um, sample our product and watch them make beer and all of this and it's a really great way to tie in uh, people who have no idea about making beer right but they love it and so they've come to visit our brewery and they get a chance to have a peek under the hood uh, about how uh, beer on that kind of nano level is made. And I, I think that's wonderful, and we should support that because that's really kind of the foundation of the beer culture. Wouldn't everyone agree? Absolutely. Everyone's nodding uh, in yeah, radio yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. Radio Everybody can nodding, see yes. us nod. Yes. Uh, yes. Jared, you're absolutely right. And, you know, radio is not good for video. Yeah. It's like you don't see us nodding. So we're. Just, I was we're, just a nod of the speech. Yeah, I'm just kicking back here. And yeah, I was like, man, that was a good speech, Jared. I like it. And I agree. And homebrewing home is still the best hobby known to mankind. Absolutely. So, it is one of the the most rewarding hobby you can get into. That's right. Yeah, um, I've only you know. I've only been doing it since '93. Hey, you know, and let's give a shout out to the grain cellar. You know, our Absolutely. our homebrew place in Humble. Yeah, yeah, Preston up there in the grain cellar. If, if you live on the north Brown. side or anywhere, man, go roll by the grain cellar in, in, in Humble, and he will set you up with a really good system to make beer at home. Mm-hmm. Fantastic right. shop. Uh, when you go and see all of. Uh, the grains that he has in the room there. You can mill yourself and all of this. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's breakfast. Hey, yes. hey, that, that's what I do. I He's normally pay for like two pounds of grain when I go. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Preston. I ate two pounds <laughs> of grain. It's my yeah. breakfast. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It works. Grain cell is great. We love it. All right. Well, I'm out of beer again. And actually, everybody is out of beer. Let's, out of beer. let's take another break. When we get back, we'll wrap up the show with some Megaton. Megaton Brewery. All right. All right. Drink of ages. Be right back. Tap is killing it with their IPAs, Heavy Hands, Justin, Houston Hayes, Draped Up. All have been phenomenal brews. With all the tasty releases, man, don't forget about Hop Gusher. This has been one of my favorite go-to beers for a while now. 6.5% nicely balanced with a blast of hoppy aroma. The citrus taste and slight bitterness makes this a crowd pleaser. Grab some Hop Gusher and make this a regular in your beer fridge. If you are a fan of good beer, then come by Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive in Montrose. We have over 200 beers with 32 specially rotating taps of badass beers, cider, kombucha, and cold-brewed nitro coffee. Take a 32-ounce growler or build a mixed six-pack to go. You can even bring your own growlers in, and we will fill them. Drink of Ages Pub, badass beer for here, badass beer to go. All right, we are back. Dream of Ages. 
Drinking Bages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive. I am yep. John Denman, DJ Muskrash, the producer. We're hanging out with Megaton Brewery. Brewery? Man, that's, this is that, an that awesome mirror. place. I just have to be honest. Awesome I feel place. A, I feel like the mirror is getting to me now <laughs> from the last segment. Peace. Jared and Chris, they're hanging out with us. Hey, hey. And so if you have been following them, and they're very... Very subtle messages on social media. They make a ton of breweries about to open up in Kingwood, so on the north side. Very soon. Little bit at a time. Very, very soon. Yes, right around uh, January, we will begin our soft openings. Yes. Springtime. We're gonna late. We're gonna start. <laughs> Summer with, is gonna be great. <laughs> yeah. we, Fall will be awesome. 2020, uh, 2027. Yes, this is the joke. According I mean, to our, maybe we should begin there. I, I think uh, <laughs> that's a good, you know, really yeah. a, a starter. Is that we joke around and you know put our establishment date as twenty twenty seven or some kind of a great sci fi reference because we're all science fiction dorks mm-hmm. here. So we we'll are. have a we'll have a future date that has a a cool reference. Uh, in the future for all of our establishment dates. But the core of that joke is is really around uh, when are we going to open? And, and that's the painful question that everyone asks over and over again. And, yes. and the answer is uh, we're not in control entirely of when that occurs, but uh, we're doing our level best to comply with all of the statutes, etc., in order to be open. Uh, that is coming to an end this month. Uh, beginning uh, next year, 2019, we should be able to uh, start soft openings to be open to the public where you can come and actually visit. And that's really about why we're not out there on Facebook screaming, uh, hey, come and visit us because, uh, you know, we're not there. We're not permitted to do so yet. Yeah. As soon as we know, we'll let you guys know. Everyone will know. Yes. Yeah. The very Facebook s- will be blown up. Yeah. You know, Twitter. Oh, uh, man. I'm going to be out of town Instagram. that weekend. Dang it. <laughs> Damn Dang it. Dang it. We need John there. As, as soon as we can, folks. As soon as we can. So. It's going to be It's going to be good. And, you know, just opening up any business is such a struggle anyways. And for everything you guys have been through. And then once... Once you finally open up to the public, it's going to be a big day. It will be a big huge, day. Huge. And it's going to be really more than one big day is the answer. Uh, we're going to try our level best, again, to uh, have all the beer possible. Uh, if we didn't mention before, we do expect to run out. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to try to have as much beer as possible, but uh, everyone that I've ever heard of <laughs> ends up running out of beer uh, we'll have to shut our doors and brew more and then open back up. We hope to minimize that as much as possible. But, uh, you know, opening, uh, get ready for the mm. deluge of humanity, we hope. Absolutely. We're trying to spread things out so we we don't run out of beer. That's the big thing. We've got a lot of friends of the brewery that want to have some mm-hmm. uh, special openings just for, you know, kind of collected groups. Um, as an example... We're going to have one just for the beer community, uh, uh, you know, invitation only, yes. where those folks from the community come and and have a, a special opening, uh, all of that. Uh, that that's coming very soon, and so right after the first of the year, we're going to start planning mm-hmm. those in earnest. Absolutely. And uh, until you know we get our final permit, it's a little difficult to tell folks when the date occurs, yeah. right? I mean, 
want to tell them a date and then shift it and then shift it. I mean, it we're again. living in yeah. an age that yeah. it's like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? We're doing this. Okay, let's yeah. do it. That's hey, right. We live you in the 24 hour. You can't plan anything. Yeah, you can't yeah. plan anything. Yeah, anything. It's a 24 hour news cycle. You know, once we say something, it's like, boom, everyone expects it. So, that's right. You know, we're trying to keep it close to the chest and, uh, you know, yeah. we can live up to that date, frankly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. that's important. Yeah, it sounds like you're going to have some barbecue out there. A lot oh, of video yeah. games. Oh, yeah. Video games. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We've yeah, got all hockey, kinds of gaming, air hockey, and pool. And yeah. yeah, it's it's more about a social the social aspect of things. We really want people to interact with each other. You know, we've got big tables so everyone can sit together and talk and, you know, pull yeah. people off their cell phones, which is awesome. Well, that's a know. great uh, kind of a segue to talk about our, mm-hmm. our, our big-ass bench. Absolutely. And so one of the things that uh, we have constructed is a, uh, a massive... Uh, bench that seats uh, only 20. Yeah, it, this came straight out of Jared's head, by the way. Uh, you know, I showed up one day, I was like, whoa, where'd that bench come from? He's like, right on my head. I was like, sweet, I love it. He didn't walk it. up and go, where'd that big-ass bench come from? <laughs> but it has a great concept behind it, I think, which is uh, one of the things that we want to do is support the local business community. Absolutely. Right? So if you're in sales, as an example, mm-hmm. and you come to the brewery and, and you sign a deal, uh, you work with the local business community and uh, you're conducting business and you can uh, verify with us in some simple way that uh, you know, you're know you closing a deal at the business bench, is what we call it, right? And uh, you know we're going to uh, offer a little bit of a, a liquid reward to you and so uh, it's a, our way of, of uh, kind of uh, bringing the business community to us. Mm-hmm. And then we support the business community and uh, um, at, have this bench as a location for people to come and actually conduct business in the brewery. Mm-hmm. It's a great atmosphere, very professional. You come in and enjoy all the beers and, and uh, conduct your business. And you can show us that you know, you're a, a contributing member to the local business community. We're going to support you because you support us, well, and that's an important relationship. It, it is important, and it's and you know we want people to be um, social with each other. You know, social media takes away from that, so we want people right. to talk and interact. And you know, a lot of our video games that we have are multiplayer games, so that you're interacting with each other yeah. over the course of having a few brews. And at the big bench, you know, it's uh, that Benihana's effect. Uh, yeah, I, I exactly. Joke, but you're you're forced to uh, sit with other groups of folks that didn't mm-hmm. come there with you. And so uh, you have your corner on the big bench, and there are other groups and all this. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, when all the bench fills up, you're uh, you're forced to interact with people that you did not come there with. And Absolutely. we love that very much. That's uh, uh, kind of positioning folks to interact with mm-hmm. the community, and that's really important. And so all of the things that we do, you'll see, who supports that uh, indeed in and appearance and all of that. So hey, yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Well, it's all happening pretty quickly at this point. Yeah, at this point, things yes. are moving. Yeah. yeah. Things are moving. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, man, we finally got finished with all this stuff. Wait a minute. Now we have to schedule events. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. And then you had to start scheduling all the events, and then it's a whole new, whole we new. Now, yeah. now, all of a sudden, you're not only brewing beer, but you're running a bar. Yeah. It, the good thing is we both have expertise in scheduling events. <laughs> yes. So, you know, we come from, we both have a background of doing that. So it's, uh, it's coming. It's, that it is. plays what, to our hand very well. We're at, well. Yeah. And we're getting to a point really, Chris, we're, 
We're going to actually do some of that. We are. We are. Scheduling events. We're, you know, can you believe yeah, it? Yeah, I have dates ticked off for events. Yeah. You know, so. We'll try not to talk about them yet, but they're coming. They're coming, but yeah. no dates. It's that whiteboard. <laughs> that whiteboard at the brewery. That's right. That's we right. We do. It gets a lot of pin on it. That's mm-hmm. it. And we, we've worked those out. Uh, our 2019 lineup is set. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of our test brews are, you know, in process. Um, as I mentioned before, our, our friends uh, uh, at Firecraft and all yeah. of this are are uh, a- actually a fun thing to talk about. Is uh, last night they came to uh, the brewery, uh, their architect and uh, uh, civil engineer and investors and all of this came and uh, met at the brewery, and it was a, a great interaction. We invited them to the brewery to come and mm-hmm. and talk about the planning of their restaurant. And that really sets the foundation for uh, them kind of uh, interacting with us and a really good partner, as we mentioned before, where they're going to handle the food for us on site. And they have a massive mobile kitchen. Uh, A food truck is really an improper description. And and really, it's a mobile kitchen and smoker, and they're going to be able to do everything on site for us. And, you know, it's it's, uh, their license, their expertise. And they're, uh, they're bringing um, the kind of partner of culinary uh, onto our facility, and uh, that's huge. And so at the beginning, they were wanting to partner with us as opposed to, you know, might say just like uh, inviting a food truck on the weekend, right? That's right. It's that's a right. deeper relationship than that. You know, and, and like David Welch said, and he's like, this is a French kitchen with a smoker. It's that's pretty right. awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. really awesome. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, Dave's a good guy. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be good. It's going to be really good up there in Kingwood. Have you guys sitting up there? Well, as as a matter of fact, we're going to have a place for you guys to come and do the radio show on a regular basis. Absolutely. We're going to come and visit anytime. We've got a place exactly for that. You've already been there. We're going to do that again. Mm -hmm. And really, you can invite other folks and breweries and things uh, to uh, conduct those uh, interviews or whatever you'd like to call them uh, at the brewery as well, John. Yeah, just be your home yeah. away from home, you know, really. It's yeah. going to be awesome. We're going to oh, need man. the schedule for that also. <laughs> the, the pro- yeah, we need a schedule for that, and we need to <laughs> we, work we like on scheduling, the... scheduling, you know. It's like, when is that going to happen? Yeah, we're going to make this serious, so we need to lower some ABVs <laughs> just slightly. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <you know, laughs> Just to get through the show. All sessions, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the bigger, the better. <laughs> hey, that's Megaton for us. Right that there. Is. Yeah. Chris, Indeed. Jared, man, appreciate you guys hanging out. Man. Oh, it's been Always. our pleasure. Congratulations. Absolutely. So close. So close. Look look on social media. Megaton and, man, whenever the, whenever you announce it. Yeah, we're, Megaton. We're out on Megaton. Uh, we're on Facebook right now. Follow us. Uh, we're on Instagram. Um, as soon as uh, again, as soon as we know when we're going to open, you guys will know. So um, it's going to be great. I will probably be there drinking some beers with you. Well, well we hope we'll be defended <laughs> if you're not there. Uh, yeah, to be honest, <laughs> I might be uh, been there the night before. <laughs> yeah, that might be that sleepover we we're talking there, about. There you go, sleepover. <laughs> we like that. Yes. Jared so. sleeps here all the time, by the way. So. Oh yeah, wait a minute. We need beer pajamas. I just realized this. <laughs> We need some beer pajamas right now. Matching. <laughs> Matching beer pajamas. <laughs> That's a whole nother show, Jared. <laughs> whole nother show. No comment. 
right. Well, appreciate you guys coming out. Megaton Brewery opening up in Kingwood very, very, very soon. Beers, fantastic. Stop by Drink of Ages Pub. Sample some. And, man, this show is sponsored by Stella's Brewery, their double coffee porter. Go out there and get some if you haven't tried it yet. You can find it cans and packaged all over town. Uh, listen to any of the old shows sponsored by No Label Brewing Company by going to drinkofages.com, SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple, and various other places all over the Internet. Go Texans. Go Rockets. Talk to everybody next week.